1: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
0: Let's get it. All football. All the time. You're listening to The Best Football Show. Hosted by Brian Baldinger. Welcome to The Best Football Show. I'm Brian Baldinger. I'm your host. I'm here every day. Coming to you with, you know, fresh information that I'm just gleaning from being in the film room here on the third floor at NFL Films. Uh, I was watching uh, a couple of these games or repeat games. So I was just kind of reviewing them from when Miami played Kansas City over Germany, when the Eagles played the Bucks back in week three. Just kind of looking at it. I just want to share some of the insights with you. Uh, you can find me at Baldy NFL um, all over uh, social media. And then uh, anywhere you get your Odyssey app, your free Odyssey app, you can download it. And uh, you can watch this daily. Tell your friends about it. Heck, tell your enemies about it. Anyways, uh, I kind of want to look at Sunday. Sunday is going to be uh, a feast, right? Uh, three games, one 4:38. It's going to be awesome. It starts in Buffalo, and I thought when you looked at Buffalo last week, Josh Allen tells you everything that you need to know about that team. Um, it was a playoff game for Buffalo last week, and they won. And Josh Allen said, "I'm not going down without swinging. I'm not going down with without the ball in my hands, doing everything I can to impact the game. And it might lead to interceptions. It did, uh, but they were good enough to overcome it." And that's what you're going to get against Pittsburgh. And it's interesting. The Pittsburgh Steelers are going to play without TJ Watt. This is just a fact that doesn't mean it's going to happen on Sunday afternoon at one o'clock in Buffalo, but the Steelers are one in 10 when they play without TJ Watt. You know, he was hurt early in the year last year. I mean, it's so, you know, they can overcome, they've overcome the loss of, of Cam Hayward he tore his uh, groin in week one against San Francisco. They've overcome the loss of Mink and Fitzpatrick. I mean, these are great players, great players and true Steelers. They've overcome the loss of those guys for stretches of time, and they've won games. Um, I don't know that they can overcome TJ, and especially in this matchup where you need a guy to harass Josh Allen when he gets outside the pocket. That's going to give you a full metal jacket effort the way TJ does. Um Forget about the fact that, you know, he would win matchups against Spencer Brown at right tackle. He just would. And Buffalo would have to game plan around that and, and chip and keep tight ends in and backs, all this stuff to protect. But even with that, I mean, TJ sees that every week. He knows how to defeat that. But when Josh breaks the pocket, he's rolling to his right like he did last week. Man, mean, TJ's chasing him. I mean, you you can, you know, you probably have a much better chance of forcing Josh into a mistake. Um, he's been, it's he lives with it. Uh, but he's also the only quarterback in the history of the NFL to put up 40-plus touchdowns in each of the last four years. He's a special player, and you could see it. You saw it last week in Miami. Like, there's nothing he won't try to do. It doesn't matter if he's diving for first downs, uh, pushing from third and ones, scrambling, taking guys on head-on. Like, he's going to put it all on the field. Now, Pittsburgh will line up with Marcus Golden, good player, 44. Nick Herbig, 51 rookie, really good rookie. Uh, Alex Highsmith. TJ makes all those other three guys off the edge better because of the quarterback's awareness of TJ, TJ getting a quarterback off the spot. Now those guys can go to work. So it's a big task. It's a big task for the defense against an offense that um, can run the ball really well. They have. James Cook has been really good. Miami did a good job shutting him down last week. So that's that's kind of that game. And then look, the Steelers, the whole offseason, um, free agency, the draft was about rebuilding the offensive line. And they did that. Isaac Ciamalo is he didn't get voted to the Pro Bowl, but he's one of the best three guards in the AFC. He's been I think he's played every snap for Pittsburgh. Uh he's been awesome. And they drafted Broderick Jones with what? I don't know, the fourteenth, fifteenth pick, something like that. Um Jumped in front of the Jets to draft him, and he's played great at right tackle. Uh, he They didn't put him in there right away. Had a couple of games at left tackle, made the move at right tackle. Uh, he's been great. And then this rookie tight end, Darnell Washington, they don't throw to him a lot, but he's a good blocker. He's six. He's a tackle. He's seven. he's 280, he's massive, and he plays with the right disposition. He gets nasty. And you watched Najee Harris last week. They had to win the game, obviously, uh, against Baltimore. And, you know, Najee isn't a guy that's going to make people miss. He's not going to dance in the backfield. Like, he he needs a runway. He needs a hole. And you give that to him, he will pound you. And right now, they have a really good running game. They have a really good running game. And this is the formula for Pittsburgh right now. To go into Buffalo and rip the guts out of the Bills Mafia is to continue to run the ball. They ran for... 200 yards last week, run the ball exceptionally well with Najee and with Jalen Warren. And then what Mason can get off of that run game, whether it's play action, third downs, get the ball down to to Pickens and Deontay and to the tight ends, um, and check it to to Warren on screens and whatnot, um, and just do, do those kind of things. Kind of limit the amount that you're asking Mason to do. He's been excellent. And it was the right choice, you know, three weeks ago, and but this is a playoff game now, on the road, playoff intensity. We'll see. He's been error free last three weeks, and he's made his share of plays. Let's see if he could do that in a big spot in a playoff game, sudden death, and if it, the uh, the atmosphere and the tension makes him a little tight. We'll see. I mean, nobody knows until you get out there and play. Buffalo. If Josh Allen turns it over once or twice, I mean, they're used to it. And I'm not saying anything bad about Josh. He plays a style. You can't tell him, don't be aggressive. Don't play. He's got to play his style. Um, and you got to live with the results. And if there's turnovers, there's turnovers. All right? He's got to be good enough to overcome it. You have the defense to take it back. Um, stop him from scoring touchdowns. You, you just have to live with it. Second game is a great game. Green Bay and Dallas. I don't know that there's a lot better coaches out there than Matt LaFleur. Like, what he's done with this team, when you looked at the roster in the preseason and you saw all these rookie receivers, rookie tight ends, receivers in their second year, you said, they're just too young. And we and Jordan Love was an unknown. Well, he's thrown 32 touchdowns, interceptions at 11. I mean, it's been a phenomenal season for Jordan Love. And for Green Bay, it's to to get into the playoffs with a team that is the youngest team in the league. It's one thing, okay, you got all this youth, first time starting quarterback, all that. But you watch how Matt LaFleur designs this offense. I mean, he's really talented. You know, when you talk about Shanahan and McVay and, you know, Ben Johnson, you you gotta like look at you gotta look at what Matt LaFleur is doing in the run game how they use their tight ends, their misdirections. Nobody's running the ball better than Aaron Jones in this league right now over the last three weeks. Nobody. He's he's, he's on his game. Aaron's a good player, man. Great player. Great kid. And Last time he went to Texas, last time he played a game in Texas, was four years ago. And he's a Texas kid. He's from El Paso. He's from the 915, as he likes to say. That's the area code in El Paso, Texas. He went to Dallas four years ago. He's the only player since the Cowboys came into existence in 1960. He's the only player ever to run for four touchdowns against the Cowboys. Going to Texas means something to him. Like, it's a big deal. I don't think they're going to play tight. They're, I think in some ways they're playing with house money. Um. I think this young talent has no idea about how big this spot is. Jaden Reed, Dontavius Wicks, like Tucker Craft, I don't I think they're just going to go play defense is played better. Like they had real issues for a while, but I think they're going to play loose and play fast. Okay. I think you're going to get a great effort from green Bay. I'd be surprised if they go down there and they just get crumbled, you know, and crushed the way Dallas has done the teams. I don't think that's going to happen, but, but I mean, I don't like to, you know, do fan ball talk, but Dak's under pressure. It just, he just is. I mean, he's he's 30 now. He's been there a long time. Gets paid a lot of money. He's just, he's the he's the face of the franchise. And his playoff record isn't very good. We all know. But this is a good team. It's the best team he's been on. He's got maybe as good a receiver as there is in football in C.D. Lamb. And I don't think that Green Bay is going to have an answer for him. I mean, C, C.D., the only way C.D. gets stopped is when Dallas stops throwing it to him, to be honest with you. But They're lining him up in the backfield, in the slot, in motion, out wide, left side, right. I mean, they put him everywhere. He is elusive. He is Texas shoe leather tough. He's one of my favorite players in the league, just is. But this is, you know, if it's 23-20 in the fourth quarter and that camera shoots up to Jerry's box with his sons and they have that look on their face of just stress, of anxiety, his fans will have the same and so if this thing is a nail biter in the fourth quarter i mean jordan love has already shown like he can make every single throw and he will be aggressive so but maybe it never gets that maybe dallas just comes in and just takes care of business maybe dallas just says we're on a mission we don't care who we play we're just that good now we got to see if the offense executes like that they've had troubles obviously during games down, you know, inside the five yard line, a lot of weird things have happened um, for that team. See if they're good enough to overcome all that. And then defensively, are they a great defense? They get interceptions, they get splash plays. Mike is a special, special player. Um, Deron Bland's having a special season. Donovan Wilson's had interceptions in each of the last two weeks. They seem a little bit.
1: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact.
0: They seem a little off about teams that can really run the football. It seems like it's their bugaboo. Can Green Bay take advantage of it? Now they're going to get Jonathan Hankins back. He makes a difference in the middle. They play an undersized defense, Marquise Bell, J-Ron Curse. Like all these guys are playing off the ball inside linebacker next next to Damon Clark. Um, So we'll see. Maybe it's a shootout, but it's going to be a great game. It's going to have tension. It's going to have drama. We saw last year. You know, Cowboy fans just, uh, you know, you, you see the grief when they're losing. Um, and we'll see if that, you know Dak can play error-free football. And then at night, the Rams go to Detroit. It's interesting. You know, the Rams started Carson Wentz last week. They started Ron Rivers at running back. But they started their starting offense line. And the 49ers last week started their starting defense, the game. That means Nick Bosa, Fred Warner. They're all out there. And Carson Wentz and the Rams went right down the field and scored, through a touchdown to Puka Nakua against their best corner, Tervarius Ward. Like, this team has this team has improved. Like, they're well coached. Steve Avila coming in at left guard has been a godsend. I think he's played every snap. Coleman Shelton's been great at center. Havenstein, back at right tackle, solid as can be. Alaric Jackson's been good. They're a good offensive line. They blocked the edges with Puka. You know, and they play eleven personnel: one back, one tight end, and three receivers. And you got to match up with it. But if they spread you out, any of those guys can win. A good football team, really good football team. It's a big task for Detroit. Um, I don't think you know. The Rams told you five weeks ago when they went to Baltimore, put up thirty-one points, and lost in overtime, that they'll go anyone, play, go anywhere, play anybody, and they don't care. They game plan against that team, and then they just go out and execute. So. You know, can Detroit, can they cover, uh, can they cover Puka in the slot? They haven't been good against teams in the slot. Can they cover a tight end? Haven't been good against tight ends. All this stuff is facts. It's all out there. Uh, but at the same time, Detroit is going to be aggressive. They're going to go for the fourth downs. They'll probably snub field goal attempts for touchdowns. They'll they'll probably try a fake at some point. Um, I remember when Dan Campbell in his first year, they went out to Los Angeles when the Rams, were a Super Bowl winning team, and, you know, they faked a punt and got it, and I think they kicked an onside kick and got it, and, you know, they just played, you know, um, they played to win. And so I don't know if Sam LaPorte is going to play or not play. He's a special player. caught his 10th touchdown pass last week. Ben Johnson is going to get a lot of attention for head coaching in this league. Uh, He's really talented. They do things every week that just makes you – Go back and watch and rewatch and watch it again. Formations, things that you don't see every week, uh, game plan type things. Uh, it's it's going to be awesome. It's going to be an awesome game uh, Sunday night. Really good, um, and it won't surprise me to see the Rams win. Um, but if you look, if Detroit wins, more power to them. They they are a growing franchise. They are uh, they are have improved talent wise. Each and every year, their offense line is as good as anybody in this tournament. Um, they do a lot of things really well. Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs are outstanding, one, two punch. But the Rams kids, Kobe Turner, Byron Young, Bobby Brown, you look at these guys, Kobe Bryant, like they've all improved, um, really improved. And they're fun to watch. And they play the game the right way. It's going to be a great game. So that's the Sunday. Edition of Super Wild Card Weekend. I can't wait. I know you can't wait. I can't wait to talk to you about it on Monday. Uh, I'm getting ready to go do the Hula Bowl down in Orlando. A lot of young kids out there, a lot of good coaches. Brian Billick on one side, Mike Smith on the other. A lot of really talented assistant coaches. It should be a good week. Looking forward to going to watch some practice, seeing some of these kids uh, begin their journey to the NFL. Maybe we're talking about them in the postseason next week. But, anyways, thanks for watching The Best Football Show. I'll be here to recap everything that we see in Super Wildcard Weekend and previewing that Monday night game in Tampa this coming Monday. All right, thanks for joining me. Talk to you next week. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.